just in the everyday me and you. The Good News and Shoes. This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Good News and Shoes. Hello, I'm Charles Stanley. God is amazing in so many ways. One that still leaves me in awe is the fact He's always available to us. When you listen to In Touch, I pray you're encouraged to spend quality time alone with God. We'll study His Word for ways to help you enjoy a more intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. We're always in touch when we walk close to God and understand His will for our lives. In Touch, heard daily at 8.05 a.m. and p.m. on WCNO. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. The Revealing Truth Radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. What you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now, and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Myers today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you.
There are basically three things that make us like God. Number one is you have a will. Somebody say, I have a will. That means you have the ability to make choices. You, there's a sovereignty about you. Come on now. You say, well, I didn't get to make a choice about what color my hair was or what color my eyes were. No, no, no. You didn't get to make a choice about that, but you did get to make a choice of whether or not you were coming to church today. You did get to make a choice about what you were wearing today. Come on. So you can look at your neighbor and say, I'm glad you put some clothes on. I'm glad you chose to dress. Hello, amen. Some of y'all had to make a choice of whether or not you come into church. Some of you were contemplating, well, I don't know if I want to go down there. It's just, it's just I'm, I'm tired. Huh? And you either had to buck up to get up and get ready to go to church, or you had to just roll over and pull the blanket over your head and go, God, I'm just going to pray right now. I'll be okay. I'm going to have church right here with my pillow. No, come on now. That ain't none of y'all because y'all are here. Praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> but you have a sovereignty about you that nobody else can violate because, because God gave you a free will. And you can make choices about your own life. The problem is, is this. Watch this. The problem is, is that in a fallen state, in a sinful nature that we have, we tend to make bad choices. We make those bad choices because our choices are born out of selfishness. They're born out of selfish desire rather than being born out of what's right or born out of righteousness. In other words, we don't make decisions for what's right. We make decisions for what's convenient. Does it feel good? Does it look good? Well, I don't know. I don't, that's not going to take no effort. I'll do that. <laughs> how, many, how many of you know that everything I choose for me is not righteous? Come on, huh? Because I can get very selfish about some of the choices I make. I, I can believe that I am the center of my own universe. I can believe that I'm the center of my own world. So when I'm in this falling condition away from God, I really don't have the wisdom or the understanding to make really good choices at all. When, when Jason's being selfish, the choices that Jason's make are very selfish choices, and they're not very wise choices. Come on, huh? You ever look back on your past when you made some, when, when you weren't thinking straight and you were making some, some decisions, and you go, God, why did I do that back then? Why did I do that? That'll make no sense. That was the craziest thing I ever did. I don't know why I did it. Well, I can tell you why. Because sin will make you insane. Come on. Sin will make you, it'll, it'll mess up your mind. It'll make you crazy. Amen. How many of you know you can, you can make choices to be disobedient? You can make choices to be rebellious. You can make choices in selfishness against God and against things that are right and against righteousness. We can do that. We have a free Thank you. Amen. Hmm? Everybody say, I have a will. I mean, the reason why God gave us a will is because God wants you and I to participate in our deliverance. He wants us to be a part of not just getting us free, but getting the world free. He wants you to be able to be, when he touches your life, to be able to choose to respond to him in faith and participate in walking out your destiny because God's looking for co-laborers. He's looking for partners. He's looking for some people that say, I will take my will and I will follow you, God. Then he can show up in you and show out of you and change the world that you're living in. Come on, do you believe that this morning? He can open up prison doors. He can bring you to a place of deliverance. He can take you to a things and places that you never thought you can go Amen. but the problem is is we get this we got this prison mentality we just we, we get it we get locked up in a certain way of life and we go get the 80 inch lcd man 1080p and all the gadgets and we hang it on the wall and get a lazy boy and we just camp out in our prison and go i'm content yes. this is good enough yeah. i'm just gonna go along to get along 
No, 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 no. Come on, somebody. How many of you know God opens prison doors? That's what he does. You just got to walk out of them. You believe that? The second thing that makes us like God is we have the ability to use words. We have intelligent speech. Somebody say intelligent speech. I mean, everything in this world can make a sound. Wind blowing through your car can make a sound. And we know that some animals communicate with each other from time to time. But no other thing on this earth has intelligent speech that can create things. Your words can create. We can communicate and build. That's what happened at the Tower of Babel. They were, they were all coming together in one language. That's why God messed up all their languages. He was slowing down the advancement of time. Come on, somebody. Help me. Amen. How many know that you as an entity, you can speak and have intelligent conversation? You have the ability to build up or to tear down. Come on. How many know most wars are not fault? over somebody's rights most wars today in the world are fought over words because people don't agree on something and they want to argue about it and then somebody gets a gun and somebody gets a tank and then somebody gets a ship and then somebody gets a missile come on next thing come on what do you think wars and rumors of wars somebody's running their mouth hello amen the third thing that makes us like god is that we are eternal somebody say eternal Eternal. say what what does that mean that means your life don't end at the grave you're going to live forever. Your natural body will end at the grave, but your life don't end at the grave. How I many you know you are a spirit, you have a soul, you live in a body? Huh? This body was made from this earth, from the dust of the earth, from the dust of the earth, it's going to return. When you take that check out of this life, your spirit and your soul is going to go to heaven, you get in a brand new body. Come on, that's the reason to really shout right there, because some of us are not happy with our bodies. You're going to live forever. You are like God in that. Now, God never had a beginning because he created time. He is eternal, but you're eternal. You got a birthday. You had a beginning, but you ain't got no end. Come on, you're going to live forever. Where you live is entirely up to the decisions you make in this life right now, inside of time. Do you believe that? Amen? See, there was a time when you weren't in the natural realm, but how many of you know there will never be a time that you will not be because you are here? You're going to live forever. Amen? That's good news. That's good news. So I I just say, choose life. Don't choose death. Choose to live with God. Don't go to hell. You choose. Isn't that cool? You get to choose? Aren't you glad you ain't got somebody else determined on where you're going to spend eternity? Hmm? My life is not going to end when they lay me down in the ground. I'm hoping God will let my spirit kind of hover over the coffin when they have my funeral. I want to hear what everybody has to say. I'm going to keep on living on. Amen? Mm? And, and listen, heaven is not a little place with a bunch of fat little naked angels with wings running around with bows. If heaven's like that, I ain't going. I don't need to see a bunch of fat little babies with wings and bows and arrows flying around. And Who envisioned heaven like that? How I many know when I leave this world, I'm still going to be doing stuff? How I many know it's not just we're going to end up in some great worship service in the sky and that's going to be it? No, no, no. God says you're going to live forever. And if you go to heaven, you're going to rule over cities. You're going to rule over provinces. You're going to rule and reign with him for eternity. In other words, you're going to have responsibility when you get in heaven. And God's going to give you responsibility on how faithful you were living on this world. Amen. That's why it's imperative we learn how to overcome. I don't know about you, but I want to have a big city to manage when I get to heaven because that's just how I am. Anybody here want to have some responsibility when you get to heaven? I'm just content to walk down the streets of gold. Not me, baby. I want to go to heaven and have a good time. Amen? Go ahead and look in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 3. 
I really think whoever designed the Corvette had a vision from God and was anointed. I better stop. I'm a bit of a car enthusiast. I apologize. Genesis 1, 3. So we're made in the image and the likeness of God. We have God qualities and we have God abilities because he made man like him. And then we find out in Genesis chapter 1, verse 3, how God operates with his words. So we're going to talk about how God operates with his word, with his words. And God said, somebody said it with me. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. In other words, his words became creative. He had the ability to create with his words. So the first way that we understand God uses words is God uses words to edify. Everybody say edify. That word edify right there means to build up. It means to construct or build. It's creative. Somebody shout creative. It causes things to come into existence. Now somebody said you just can't believe you can create your own, your own world. And listen to me closely. I don't want nobody to get this wrong. I believe it's important for every one of us in this room to understand that the power that's in our tongue. But you and I are not God. Come on, we're not God. Somebody say that's a good thing. Y'all should all be thanking God that I ain't God. Uh, and I thank God that you ain't. I'm glad God is who he is because he's got a lot more mercy than I could ever have. And a lot more grace and a lot more love. Amen. But we are not God. I cannot go out there and create another planet in the solar system because I just spoke to it and say, I'm going to make me a, another planet, a sister to Venus that's going to float around the solar system. I speak it. I mean, that's not going to happen. I can't go out and create a universe or, or anything like that by speaking to it because it's not words that make you believe it. It's not your words that cause it to happen. It's your believing that makes your words so powerful. Hello, come on. It's what you believe and then speak. It's what you know to be true and then speak. And listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. You can only appropriate for your life the things that heaven has given you. You have a choice to appropriate what heaven's given you. Come on, hello. I mean, God has said some things that are about us that we can appropriate by first believing and then speaking it. Amen? I mean, when God said, let there be light, he already believed that light was coming. He didn't say, let there be light, and just sit around going, I hope it works. I hope this thing will come together the way I planned it. It's not just us sitting up there thinking, hey, I can create all this stuff. I can do all these things. It's not us speaking that causes us to believe. It's our believing that causes our words to be so powerful. Amen? Words edify. That means they construct. They have the ability to create. They have the ability to shape the world that you live in, to change the atmosphere of a room when you walk in. You ever walk into a room and everybody's doing this, and then all of a sudden they know you're a Christian. You walk in, and all of a sudden the atmosphere shifts. Huh? You're walking in a room, everybody gets quiet because the presence that you have comes in with you. Amen? How I many of you can speak to some people and, and build them up, or you can speak to some people and you can tear them down? You can heal with words or you can break with words. And God proved this in his word, that he doesn't just use words to communicate and he uses words to create. So what I have to do is I have to realize that God gives me words to shape the world or the culture that I am living in and, ha and the sphere of influence that I have. If I believe God's word and align my mouth with God, then I can change the lives that are around me. Do you believe that today? So in Numbers chapter 13, the children of Israel, they just come up out of Egypt. They're about to make their entrance into the promised land. They're at a place called Kadesh Barnea. They're literally at the threshold of crossing over into the very thing that God has given them. 
the, the promise, the land that flows with milk and honey. And Moses takes a representative from every tribe to go spy out the land, to go check it out. And come back and tell the people what it was like. Literally, God is saying to Moses, I want you to give the people a prophetic preview of what I've got in store for them. Of what's coming. I mean, God always wants to speak to us prophetically. And now, we're going to take a break from the message. We will be rejoining Pastor Jason in just a moment. But first, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about Truth Church. Truth Church is located in the heart of St. Lucie County at 3891 Edwards Road in Fort Pierce. Our Sunday worship service starts at 10 a.m. Truth Church is a non-denominational Pentecostal church. There's a ministry for the whole family at Truth Church. Whether it's our monthly senior meetings, children's church, or youth group, there's something for everyone. If you're new to the area or you're looking for a home church, we invite you to come and join us. First, you will be our guest, and then you will be our family. Truth Church, a place for the whole family. He moves on us redemptively, but he speaks to us prophetically because he's always got a destination of our life. He's always taking us somewhere, amen? God didn't call you to be still and be stagnant. He's moving. Come on, amen? God's saying, Moses, I want you to give, give them a reason so that they can have a mental image and share this report that I am who I say I am, and it is what I said it is. So in verse 26, it says this. Now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel in the wilderness of Parah at Kadesh. They brought back word. Everybody say they brought back word. To tell to, to them and to all the congregation and showed them, somebody say they showed them, the fruit of the land. Now watch this, two things happen. Two things happen here. First of all, they were bringing back the evidence or they were bringing back the proof that the land was everything that God said it was. He told them it would be a land with milk and honey. It was going to be a fertile ground. It was going to be a great place with a lot of food. It would be a land of super abundance. They wouldn't lack for nothing in this new land. It would be a place of blessing. It would be a place of favor. And they came back with the evidence. The Bible says that they brought back fruit so big they had to carry it on poles. Big fruit. So what they do? First, what they do? They showed them the evidence of everything that God said the land was going to be. But they not only brought back evidence, they brought back this. Watch this. Secondly, they brought back word. Somebody say word. Verse 27 says this. Then they told him and said, we went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey. And this is its fruit. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. The cities are fortified and very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south. The Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains. And the Canaanites dwell by the sea and along the banks of the Jordan. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go up against the people. For they are stronger than we. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report. They gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out, saying, The land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. Hmm? And all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. Now listen to me closely. The Bible says they brought back a bad report. That word bad right there in the Hebrew language literally means this. 
they came back whispering. They came back complaining, murmuring, amen? They came back whispering to the people in the camp that they had influence over. Because I mean, when they came back, everybody in the camp was like, oh, they're coming back with the word. They're coming back with the word. They're coming back with the word. They came back like this. It ain't good. You don't even want to know what we saw. Trust me, we ain't never going to go to that place. I don't care what Moses said. Come on, how many know what I'm talking about? Amen? How many know God never told them to be afraid of anything? Not once did God said, worry about the inhabitants of the land. He said, go over there and spy it out. He didn't, he didn't expect them to come back with a bad report. He said, spy, spy it out and come back with a report and see that it is not what I said it was going to be. Why? Because God knew those people would move into what they were declaring. Whatever they were declaring, they were going to step into. If they were declaring they can't do it, then that's where they were stepping. If they were declaring that God's word is true and it was a land of abundance, then how many know they were going to step into the abundance? So he was waiting to hear the report, what the report was going to be. And when they came back and they said, it's everything that God said it was, but here's our report. We are not able. We're not able. I mean, God never told them that they were to do it on their own. Of course they're not able. That's why they got God. But for some reason, that was lost on them. We are not able And God didn't say you were going to do without me. He just said, go get a report. Listen, I'm telling you, you can't make cancer leave your body, but it's waiting on you to give the report before it's going to go. You've got to give the report of the Lord. Amen. You might not be able to break poverty off your life, and you're not going to ever be able to break it off your life until you start giving the report of the Lord over your financial situation. We spend way too much time agreeing with the enemy. We spend way too much time agreeing with what the, what the situation is rather than what the word of the Lord says over our life. You may have never been able to save money and you never will be if you keep going around saying, I can't save no money. Hello, come on, amen. God is waiting on you to give a good report. And if you will give a report, then you'll begin to indicate where he wants to take you. Your words will begin to shape your future and create your destiny in front of you when you begin to report the works of the Lord in your life. Come on, watch this. Listen to me closely. I want to show you something. Somebody said, I want you to know something, Pastor. I saw some godly counsel in my life one time from some people, and they told me not to believe that this was possible. Well, let me just tell you this. I want you to hear this. Don't miss this. The Bible says this. Blessed is the man who walks not... In the counsel of the ungodly. Somebody say ungodly. Now, I want you to hear what I'm about to say. Go ahead and just fasten your seatbelt. You're going to encounter a little bit of turbulence, okay? Just hang on. Not all ungodly counsel comes from non-Christians. Some ungodly counsel comes from pew-sitters. Matter of fact, a lot of ungodly counsel comes from people to go to church every week, Amen. What makes counsel godly or ungodly is not that the person who says it goes to church. What makes counsel godly or ungodly is does it align with God's counsel? Does it align with God's word? If God says you are able, it doesn't matter if 50 people in your church say you're not able. You're able. Do you believe that today? Amen. 
I don't care. You, you cannot sit in the midst of ungodly counsel and expect to reach the destination that God has called you to. Amen? He says, don't sit in ungodly counsel, nor stand in the way of sinners or the scoffers. Get away from people that scoff at you. Get away from people that try to tear you down. Get away from people that tell you that ain't never going to happen. I don't care how long they've been in the church. You better cut them out of your life because they're going to determine your destiny when you begin to believe it. I want to tell you, we are able. Somebody shout, I'm able. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. Hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarbis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hey, Billy, what you doing next Saturday? Nothing. Why do you ask, Justin? I wanted to invite you to my housewarming party. I'd love to come. How were you able to afford a home? You've always rented just like me. A friend told me about Ed Myers. Who? Ed Myers. He's a realtor with Century 21 All Professional. Ed told me about a great financing program for first-time buyers. What program? Well, if you're a first-time buyer or haven't owned a home in the last three years, you could qualify for up to $10,000 in down payment assistance and move into a home with little money of your own. With home prices and interest rates going up, there's no better time to buy a home than now and no more landlord. This sounds like something I need to check out. What's Ed Meyer's number? 772-342-0047. What's that again? 772-342-0047. I'm calling Ed Myers today. Maybe you could come to my housewarming party soon. I'll be there. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, 
such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.